Hello, welcome to 2022 in the Ashley Lay Real Estate Podcast. My name is Jeff Butler, and I'm the host today with our numbers guru and the person who loves just to sit and look at numbers, Mr. Kevin Lay. Uh, we're doing something a little different this year in 2022. We're going to make these a little bit more fun and interactive. So we've got our yes button and our no button today, and we're going to be using those on market trends in 2022. Now, first off, we are not predicting anything. We're not going to say any predictions. We're not going to say anything that's going to cause panic or fright, but we're just going to give you some real life statistics that Kevin is seeing right now in the market to hopefully better guide your decision on if you're moving into the triad of North Carolina or you already live here and you're looking to see if you can get some more money out of your house than you did five years ago. Kevin, how are you doing today? Great. Yes. How are you? I am. I'm doing great. I got my coffee. I'm ready to go. Good, 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 good. Good. So, will we continue to see an inventory shortage in 2022 with homes? Yes, that is. Yeah. You know, anytime we, uh, and, and do I hit the yes button now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, anytime we're predicting the future, I've learned it's very difficult uh, and possible, actually. But we can't look at what things have done in the past uh, to get the best idea of where things are going. And one of those is the month's supply of homes. And we get this question all the time and, and people are like, well, this happened because of the pandemic or did it happen or whatnot? And the reality is it's been happening for some time. In fact, I have a handy dandy chart. Would you like to see the handy dandy chart? Yeah, go ahead, share your screen. All right, so these are the things that I like to look at. And what happens a lot of times is I bore people to death, so I apologize for that. But these are the things I have, I, I actually look at. And what this is, is the month supply homes for our triad uh, MLS. And basically what it's saying is the month supply in 2016 was at 5.8 months. And you go back 10 years, you can go back a long time, and you can see it's down to 0.9 months. So we're under a month supply, according to the statistics in the MLS. And you can slice and dice this many ways, but the idea is um, there are just so few homes that are for sale compared to the demand of, of homes. And it goes all the way back, in my opinion, to 2008, when uh, there was a bunch of builders, and then we had the uh, uh, housing prices of 2008, 2009. And it just hasn't come back. So we haven't been building enough to keep up with demand. And that's what most economists say. So as long as something major, you know, big crisis happens, yes, it's still going to be a tight market. Right. Now, I walk into my local grocery store and I understand the word inventory because as we all kind of lived and experienced in 2020 and even uh, with the supply chain shortage of 2021, inventory was a big deal. Why is housing inventory something that you as a realtor look at? Like what makes that an important stat to look at? Well, I think it comes down to the um, uh, multiple offers and prices rising because, you know, basic economics is if the supply is low and the demand is high, then the prices are going to go up. Mm. We're seeing that in the triad and have for several years now. Um, the, the prices are rising and have another handy dandy chart. How about that? Let's go. Yeah, really. So uh, this is 
what our prices have been looking at. This is the median sales price. We don't like to use average sales price because sometimes you get it skewed too much one way or another. But median means there's just as many houses below as just as many houses above. And again, you see this trend? This is five years. You can do this for 10 years. You, it, it's just going up and up and up. We did see a dip in 2008, but it returned about 2015 as far as house prices go. And um, so as far as the shortage goes, we've got a lot of people wanting to move into North Carolina. It's a great place to live. Uh, we have seen trends from the Northeast, the upper Midwest, Florida even, and uh, many people from Georgia and California saying North Carolina is a place, great place to live. And you can see that if you read all the different uh, news about people wanting to move to North Carolina, great places to live. Well, it is. And, uh, and because of that, prices will continue to rise in the future. Again, as far as we know. Yeah, barring anything crazy. Barring anything crazy. I was one of those Northeast people that moved down a couple years ago, and now I'm in North Carolina, and both my wife and I say, no, we're nowhere else right now. <laughs> it is a great <laughs> place to live. So if you're watching this in New York, Pennsylvania, not to call out states, but Northeast somewhere, uh, it's a great place to live here in North Carolina, and we can definitely help you, but we want to continue our education first. So, Kevin, you just said it. It's going to continue to be a very competitive market. Does that mean first-time home buyers who are usually, while very educated, hopefully by their realtor, sometimes not as prepared financially to win competitive offers or multiple offer situations? Is that really going to continue in 2022 with all this yes. supply and demand? Yes. yes. All right. Here's yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what can a first-time buyer? Then 2022, say, you know, I'm sitting here going, I really want to buy my first home. Uh, I have just, you know, say under $5,000 of debt to pay off, whether that's student loan, credit card. What's the biggest thing that I can do to prepare for this competitive market to buy a home next year? Get your information up front. Because we love to help people get information. I mean, as real estate agents, sometimes we sell or buy real estate. And the reality is we're really advisors. As far as our business is concerned, what we do is we give advice, we give recommendations, we educate. So if you come to us and say, I have this much money and I want to buy a house, we will help you understand what that means and what you need to do. We have great lender partners and great uh, partners that are attorneys and inspection. But uh, back to our lender partners, we can uh, hook you up with folks that can tell you exactly uh, your path. You know, they look at your credit, your income, your, you got cash saved, whatever. And together we can help you figure out, okay, I'm in a position to buy today or I'm in a position that I need to wait or, or whatever that position is. But if you get that information up front rather than waiting, you're in much better position six months from now because things change. Your position changes. Uh, interest rates are going to change. So you might find that you have more buying power now than you do a year from now. But you won't know that if you wait for a year from now before you call us and say, hey, what's this going to happen? So, so when you talk about multiple offers, Ashley, my wife, Ashley Lay Real Estate, she actually teaches a multiple offers class and strategies for our agents, 
how do you win multiple offers? Well, if you just say, well, I don't know, well, you'll probably get the same results. But if you actually have a strategy to deal with what we think are multiple offers, then you're in a lot better position. So educate yourself and, and ask us to help you. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we do uh, really well as a team is when you sit down with one of our buyer specialists, we call that an actual strategy session. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, hey, my name's this, your name's this, let's work together to find you a house. It's, hey, let's get to work and we're going to find you not only the house that you want in this market, but also the strategy in order how to actually get that house. And I think that's key is, is that we're interested in what you want. Mm. And basis, we, we work together as agents, we educate each other, but it really comes down to what does the um, client want to do? Do they want to invest in real estate? Do they want to buy uh, a rental house? Do they want to buy their first house? Do they want to downsize? Um, and I say this, and I, I hesitate to say it, but I, I want people to understand why I say, we don't care what you want to do. We want to help you do it. So yeah. our, first, our, first, our first question should always be, what can we help you do what you want to do? And what is it that you want to do? And then formulate a strategy to help you do it. That, that's a great point. We are here to help. And really, any realtor is, should be here to help you. That's, and, that is their number one job, and that should be their number one priority. And if, and if that's not so, well, well, I'll just say that should be their number one priority. <laughs> that's perfect. Now, this is kind of, kind of a similar question, okay. but asked a different way. You know, right. in, in real estate, I, I don't know of another industry um, that's more like a sporting event where you have one side pitted against the other side, and it's always like the two letters in between versus all of that kind of stuff but will the seller's market essentially continue through 2022 with all of the inventory stuff that you uh, talked about earlier we think so i mean this is the kind of stuff i like to read and research and bore people with everything that i have seen and read and differing opinions is in our area it will continue to be a seller's market now i have to run the caveat Everybody's reading about inflation right now. It's in the headlines. Everybody's reading um, that interest rates are going up. They are. I fully expect interest rates to go up this year. What does that really mean? Well, they're not going to be as, and hey, handy dandy quote from somebody that's uh, far smarter than me. Um, This is the uh, chief economist at um, the NAR. And you can read this whole thing if you pause it, but you can jump down to the bottom where it says, in short, the super low mortgage rates of the pandemic era are over. Okay. However, he didn't say low interest rates are over. He said the super low interest rates are over. So when people are talking about interest rates going up, it's like, yes, but once you get down to so low, there's not much more room for them to go lower. And it would make sense for it to go up. If you were buying a house in the 80s and 90s, you are paying so much more in interest than you are now. So yes, it's going to go up, but it's not, it shouldn't be catastrophic. There should be a measure. They've said four times as of today, right now, they expect four times this year. Okay. They change their minds tomorrow. Sure. Now it's going to inch up. And when I say inch up, it's already really low. So don't be freaked out about it. 
just know that it is going up. And as far as the loan and the interest, your buying power is not as, it won't be as good theoretically at the end of the year as it is right now. Absolutely. And I think back to some of the faces of our past clients that were buying their second or third home from last year when they went through and actually saw what the interest rate was on their newest home loan. And they were like, this is nothing like my first home. Like, and you know, just went <laughs> on and on and on about how crazy low it was. So if you were able to buy a house in a seller's market here in the last two years, you understand that, I mean, that this had really never ever been seen before. And, right. um, you know, there's a, there's an ebb and flow to balance and everything. And uh, I think Kevin, that's essentially what you're saying is su- supposed to happen or is planned to happen barring anything crazy. Right. And, and when you've bought a house at 10% interest rate, and now you have the opportunity to buy one at three and a half and four and four and a half, it's like, man, this is great. But if you've never purchased a home before and it's going from 3.75 to four, it's like, oh my goodness, that's a lot. Well, just remember that's, that's so much better than it was a few years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, last question again, for our viewers, listeners out there, we're not predicting anything. We're just looking at the numbers that have been. We're looking at some trends moving forward. But barring anything crazy, if the market continues to shift the way it is, when will buyers be able to feel comfortable in a buyer's market? Or because of 2008, 2009, did that kind of ruin the term buyer's market for everybody <laughs> because it was just so easy. And now we're in the seller's market where it's just so hard. Where's that balance coming back? No idea. And the reason I say that is, is for many years, a house was a solid investment in that it would always gain value. That was sort of the thought is you buy a house today and it will inch up and gain value. In 2008, with the housing crisis, the financial crisis, there's a lot of foundation issues that occurred that dropped the market drastically. It really never been seen before, except type, uh, depression type era. So when you look at that and think that that's coming back, it shouldn't come back anytime soon. And there's no way to predict that. So from that standpoint, no, we're, uh, I'm not going to suggest it's going to be a buyer's market anytime soon. Uh, catastrophic event. We got a lot of other things to worry about, but um, uh, I can say that back in the uh, 2009, 2010, I looked at Ashley and go, "I wish I had some money because I would buy every house." You can drive down the coast of Florida and see all manner of signs down through there. It was a buyer's market. People trying to give away houses. Mm. It doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon, and that's good in the scheme of the economy. Um, I hate to see super high growth rates and prices. At the same time, I really hate to see dropping off. But back to the month supply, based on all the factors that I have seen, it's going to stay a seller's market probably through this year at least. So to try to answer your question, it's going to stay a seller's market. (laughs) I don't know if that's a yes or no. Yes. (laughs) All right. So just to recap real quick, Whoa, 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 whoa. I do want to say something, rehashing on that. Um, So as far as a buyer needing a house or wanting a house, hey, uh, don't be discouraged by houses prices going up. Know that that's also a good thing for you as a buyer. So if you're in the market for a house, 
don't go, wow, these houses, the prices are going up and I'm going to just wait till they get down. That's not a good strategy. <laughs> but predicting the market is difficult. Remember that part. So if, if you got somebody just kind of folding their arms going, I'm going to wait this market out and then buy my house for dirt cheap. You're saying that's not a good strategy. You might. <laughs> my opinion no that's not a good strategy All right. that's a that's a no that's why you make an appointment with one of our buyer specialists to create a strategy session so that we can kind of take your wants your desires and mix them into our knowledge and local expert experience put it all together and make sure we have a win-win experience for you Right. And if you talk to, and I'm not a financial planner, but if you talk to a financial planner, they'll, they'll say it's very, very difficult to time the market. And if you say, I'm going to wait for housing prices to drop, that's exactly what you're doing. You're trying to time the market. And that personally, from my, you know, that's not, that's, that doesn't work out so good most days. All right. Well, thanks, Kevin, for your amazing graphs and ups and downs. <laughs> and also, yeah. Real quick, what is the NAR? You, you gave this nice logo and the, the person's quote, but what is the NAR? That is the National Association of Realtors and uh, the group that most realtors in the country are in. And uh, the guy I follow, he's the chief, chief economist. He has some really good insight. He's on Twitter. His name's Lawrence Yoon. And uh, he has good insight. But I have a lot of different, back to the, the geeky stuff that I like to do. Uh, if you have any questions on any of this or I disagree with you, hey, that's a good thing about econ uh, the economy. Everybody can disagree and you're not always wrong. <laughs> so, but if you have any questions, hey, I'm glad to answer them, at least consider it. Absolutely. Comment below what you think 2022 is going to do for a housing market. And if you disagree with Kevin, throw that in there, but be polite. Please. And at the same time. <laughs> and We'll see you guys sometime in March with our latest episode of the Ashley Real Estate Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great day. Thanks.